but the issue is in the gun though. That's yeah, the thing. right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The issue right, is right. not is the, the gun is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, right. uh, we're focused on the gun, but that's not even the problem. It, exactly, and that's what right. we always do. We always that's focus on right. something else. It's is not, not the issue. The, the issue is how we are dealing right. with people who take advantage of the system and terrorize the country. That is the issue. Right. Right. It's like okay, well, what can we do to make sure? That there are no more mass shootings. Oh, we could bring somebody in. Let's see. Excuse me. Are you um, going to sit down for a moment? Uh, sure. Oh. Hey, would you like to... Ju- so, um, let me give you a little... <laughs> a couple statements. One, we're recording. Okay. <laughs> Two, um, we're starting a podcast. We're trying to see how this goes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, the idea is to be in open public space, but then bring someone into okay. a conversation. Okay, mm-hmm. so you can feel free to like have whatever opinion you want. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is a safe space. <laughs> safe space. <laughs> you, can, you can say whatever you want to say. You can say nothing. You can yeah. sit back and smile. It's all up um, to you. <clears throat> so what we're talking about is usually it will be current event, mm-hmm. but uh, this topic is uh, guns. Yeah. Okay. Just guns in America. Yeah. Like we were talking about gun control, mm-hmm. mass shootings, Second Amendment, yeah, et cetera, Second Amendment. Et yeah. um, so you can feel free to join it. Like if you don't speak, fine. But if you if you want to jump in. Feel free to jump in. What was I just saying? Yeah, we're talking about right now. About oh, racism. Okay, so what we're talking about is um, what I was saying is I don't want my children, or I have a response when I see my children playing with guns, mm-hmm. water guns, because I know that that gun will generate a fear response mm-hmm. in others. Mm-hmm. And so because I have to keep them protected, I want them to leave the gun alone. But what he was saying is it's like to, it doesn't matter what the gun is because the issue is in the gun. The actual issue is how we are treating people who take advantage of the process to get a gun and then leverage that gun to impact fear and terror in society. Okay, so I agree with both of y'all. Okay. One, I don't have children, and then also two, being white, okay. there is an aspect of my perspective that <laughs> yeah. is completely different from either one yeah, of y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think because of the way that people are abusing guns now, mm-hmm. we have to go back to square one and take the right away 100%. 100%, okay. And, okay. or at least to a more extreme until we can start trusting people to use guns safely and responsibly and respecting others and, you know, not going off and killing somebody or a shitload of people because they agree with our president. So you think that... If, so because certain people are violating or taking advantage that that should have an impact on the rest of the country because of how extreme the consequences okay. are because like I'm totally not for like the you know one person in class is mm-hmm. being rowdy so the whole class doesn't get recessed yeah. but like that is not an extreme situation as compared to having two mass shootings in one day and one of them being the deadliest in American history mm-hmm. so right. because of there are literally thousands I'm not 100% sure of the numbers but yeah. thousands of people getting killed every every fucking year because of these mass shootings then yes you know who got some shit for saying something is um the scientist Neil Which deGrasse one? Tyson oh, okay. right so after um after the shootings happened he came back and said but look at all these way more other people who have been killed by other things the question is are mass gun or deaths because of what we are calling mass deaths uh, just being sensationalized so for example I'll give an example I think that it's been proven that there were birth defects or lost 
births because of the lead in in the water in Flint, mm -hmm. right? Are those numbers higher than the number of people who have been shot in whatever time duration? Period. Yeah. And where is the media sensation, the overreaction, the whatever about that environment? Especially now as we're talking about, I just saw something that said Newark has lead in their water, right? So now you're going to end that they've been pretending like the water's okay. But it's not. But it's not. So, yes, we can talk about guns, but it does go back to policy. Mm -hmm. So maybe we just, you know, let, let whoever do, like, let people shoot who they want to shoot. Somebody's got to die. And somebody's got to do the killing. Mm -hmm. I mean, but maybe we should it, be focused find a way to do it anyways. Yeah. on, yeah. like, policy that keeps lead out of poor black kids' mm -hmm. systems. And that's my thing, because right. like it doesn't matter what it is. So I, I do hear your point about removing the gun completely, but then something else would just replace the gun. Whether right. it's a bomb, whether it's knife, now people, I, I never thought that would happen. Like slashers are now all over the place, right? So we got we go from guns <laughs> to the slashers to the what's next? That like we can have like more bombers, we can have more poisoning. Like there's gonna be some way to kill people, either one on one or even a mass scale. Uh, right. But it goes back to the policy. Like, if you had better policies, if we actually had people in place, if we had checks and balances, mm. if you were very visible and transparent about what's going on, then we'll be able to move the conversation forward. Right. But we don't. Because I, I, I think I know where, like the point that you're making mm -hmm. uh, with that too is that I don't think that it's just a one answer for yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because there is like one thing that has really been bothering me about. Well, one of the multiple things that have been bothering me about the whole. Um, headspace around mass shootings that it's also a mental health problem mm -hmm. and it's like I have multiple different mental illnesses and I'm not going around shooting people so it's right. not a mental health conversation like yes it can play a role into it yeah. yes it can have obviously that there's something wrong with those people's brains if they think that that's an acceptable outlet for them to express their anger and hatred but there's a completely different approach that we have to take than just removing the guns or just right. doing something else that there yes there has to be a policy change there has to be a conversation there has to be a transparency within yeah. people in what they think is okay and whether or not they're receiving the help and the support that they need. Yeah, all of you, but I completely agree with yeah. that. And the moment you said that, I thought about, I forgot, it was on Twitter I saw, where those doing kind of snippets of like Trump's rallies. Mm -hmm. And one thing was like, you know, Trump's at rallies saying, hey, we have an immigration issue. They're like, oh, what should we do about it? Shoot them, right? Everyone kept saying that. Then fast forward, you know, Trump was walking out on the, on the tarmac and they were like, hey, how do you feel about, you know, the mass shootings? Oh, people are crazy, mentally ill, you know? He's like, wait, 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 time out, time out, time out. Time out. You were encouraging people to shoot people, but then now you're saying that the people that are actually do the shooting that you are encouraging are now mentally ill. That tells me two things. Number one, you don't know what mentally illness is because you're automatically classifying everybody in this mental illness category when it in itself has so many components, right? It has so many different components. And then secondly, it's telling me that you're just a hypocrite. Like you say one thing, completely me saying completely different, or you're not taking accountability of your actions. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? You're like, yeah, I did that, but did I really? I mean, come on. It's like, yeah, you did. Like, you, you tend, you, you, this was your plan, your game plan from the beginning, and this is the result because of what you said. I think what's really interesting, um, just talking about Twitter and the, and the messages that we consume, right, is mm -hmm. it's, been very, it's been very insightful to read tweets from the president and then listen to prepared speeches. And what I firmly believe is that it's well known that a majority of the people, because they started with fake news, people have stopped watching the actual news mm -hmm. 
Meaning they stopped even watching him on television mm -hmm. and now only consume messages direct from Twitter. So you can get online and say, hey, uh, oh no. Intelligent people know that this trade war with China mm -hmm. is gonna screw us. Mm -hmm. The market's fucked. But he went on Twitter and was like, oh, it's not, it has nothing to do with China. It has nothing to do with this trade war. It's our Fed policy. You can't say something like that to someone who consumes information from more than one place mm -hmm. because otherwise they, an intelligent person would say, these don't match. I need to look into this because something isn't right. There's a discrepancy that needs right? to be closed. Mm -hmm. So like that whole group that we keep calling the base, that whole group of people who are the base are also people who are only consuming singular information direct from the president and he lies. This is completely unrelated, but it's reminding me of the fake media or whatever. I was mm -hmm. listening to an NPR podcast a couple days ago um, called Hidden Brain, and they were talking about how um, with new like video technology and like AI and stuff like that, how you can superimpose people's, um, not superimpose, excuse me, you can modulate speech, people's speech patterns mm -hmm. and like voices and stuff and superimpose those onto videos so then you can make politicians say things that they didn't actually right. say. Yeah. And that's reminded me of that. And it's just an interesting perspective mm -hmm. to think of how that's a, one, it's kind of scary to think about, and then two, also the fact that it's kind of a reality that we are now currently living, and then it's probably going to get rolled worse as the technology improves. Right, right, because we've already got a person who's lying mm -hmm. to your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So now, if you just, how could you say that he didn't say that? Yeah. If the technology allows you to show him saying it. And then not even, like, seeing it from, like, the presidency and, like, his cabinet and stuff, using that using that technology, taking it from the perspective of the supremacist and his followers and the nationalists who are, like, the ones doing these mass shootings. Oh, are also, right. I have a feeling that they are going to use, use that as some sort of propaganda. Mm -hmm. in that right. House. Yeah, because it was basically what, basically what you're saying is... Um, Terror recruiting, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. right? Um, and what did they call it? How did they get? They always use this word. Where did he get? Um, what's that word? When they're like, oh, they they were they went over somewhere and then that's where they became blank and then they came back and shot at the place. I'm not sure. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, hold on. They think about it um they went somewhere came back you know how what so the, that thought was um it, when we were talking about isis mm -hmm. right when isis was the big news and they were like oh they went over to the middle east mm -hmm. oh radicalized okay. okay that's the word i'm looking for okay they're like oh he was radicalized somewhere else mm -hmm. but then they started they were talking about the um the social media prowess of ISIS mm -hmm. is what they were saying, right? They were saying that so ISIS uses Twitter and Facebook to recruit. The same would be true for white supremacy, especially if you are creating propaganda where your president is saying something that he's not actually saying, even though it's not too far from what he's actually said, mm -hmm. right? So if you're like, oh, this dude's a racist, yeah, he's a racist. But he didn't say that. Mm, he's not that much of a racist, right? <laughs> he's not that much of a racist, right? He didn't, he didn't, how could you prove that he didn't say that when yeah. he's, when clearly he's agreed 
mm -hmm. with the general premise. Yeah. Um, the whole yeah. thing around technology and the whole video recording, I guess, and people being able to throw an audio recording on top of video recording. Like, the only thing I can think about right now to, I guess, combat that is using, like, blockchain technology or something that has a, an actual, like, tracking record of what the original video and content mm -hmm. was. Because then you can see what was altered, how was it altered, and whatnot. Because if you, if that's the only thing I can think about because I saw that and I even saw it, it was um, um, Johnny Peel who did one with Obama. Uh, yeah, it was saying he was like talking the whole entire time. He thought it was Obama, and then he's like, mm -mm. and he changed it. You see, I could do this, in, you know, in my living room in my pajamas, yeah, and it was right. like, whoa. Yeah. If it's that easy to access, then yeah, we're screwed. Yeah, and that's that's the whole thing because like we've been talking <laughs> about. Be the name of the podcast. It's screwed, right? Oh, we're screwed. <laughs> we're, screwed. <laughs> we're screwed, right? Uh, that's funny. Um, but I'm just thinking about that. Like we're thinking about gun control, right? And in the way I see it with gun control is that majority of the marginalized communities are be the ones that are most impacted by losing gun control, right? Mm -hmm. And then I think about technology, it's like, well, it's similar technology. As the economic gap widens, then so does the technology gap widens as well. Mm -hmm. And the people who will be able to leverage this type of technology are the ones who have versus the have-nots. And it's like, we're just creating a multiple layers of division. We have economics, we have technology, we have um, class. It's like all these gaps to create, you know, a group of people or keep a certain group of people in a certain certain parameter while you have the ones at the top at the top and um and and, and it's a fortunate reality which is why we have this podcast right to try to bring some light on the matter yeah actually um we i mentioned the, the email group that i'm with and many of these ideas are probably a, an amalgamation of, of some of that but we were talking about the most what do we see as the danger in this now privacy and, and then also taking rights away is if we allow technology to continually take away rights or the need for our own action, right? Meaning, I'll talk. The conversation comes out of, is, is Alexa recording your Oh, for children? sure. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. Hands right? down. So now the question is, all right, if, you've, if we're allowing Alexa to record everybody, right? Mm -hmm. These things are propagating throughout the world fine. Now, one day they say, um, we're going to use the information that we've collected from you in order to make your life better. We will have a car pick you up at 9 a.m. for work. You don't need safety and security. We have Boston Dynamic robots now that will allow you to do that. Mm -hmm. um, please give it, and then here, here we will go, please give us back all your weapons because you don't need them. And then somebody is controlling that, right? We keep talking about the machines. Mm -hmm. It's when, kind of when AI aspect. takes over, but it's not. It will be our government, right? All because I don't want to remember phone numbers, right? If you mm -hmm. think about, and I was saying it would be the, um, it will be when society stops progressing. Uh, because right now, I know maybe two phone numbers. Yeah three yeah right but back in the day you knew everybody every phone number hundreds mm -hmm. maybe not hundreds but yeah yeah, yeah. so 15. many everybody you called everybody you know you, everybody you needed to call you could call them yeah um but now somebody's like oh what's the number mm, i couldn't even tell you the first three digits because i have not seen their number mm -hmm. they type their number in type their name done that's yeah. it mm -hmm. and now you don't even have to pull it up anymore yeah. call call mom yeah yeah right now they've got your whole social network now and they're like round these people up where are they? Yeah. I mean, that's what they're doing in China. They imposed all, all, all some surveillance on, I believe, the Muslim population. 
uh, and they're trying to have more control. And now they have, now they they had control of Hong Kong, right? But now, they're like, okay, now you're coming to be a part of China, and even mm-hmm. that's creating some turmoil. Um, but overall, the advancement technology automatically comes with a invasion of your privacy. Yeah, that's right. I mean, in China, I think yeah, they, they could play, they they could pay with their smile, but they might use their their dental. Um, wow. they, they, yeah. yeah, they could break it up that way. I mean, that's the direct overall technology, right? So anything right, is possible. Right. But with that, it automatically comes an invasion of privacy to some degree. Mm. Think about the thumbprint, right? You could be sleeping, someone just use a thumb to open it. You could use your facial recognition on your phone. We're using facial recognition to classify. Oh, you could be a a, a terrorist. You know, I oh, I expect right. you to be a terrorist right, based on these right. parameters. But who's setting the parameters up? And data could be skewed. Well, you know, all we're doing is collecting data. We could skew it any way we want to, to make it see or make it show whatever you wanted to show. If you were looking for something, you were going to find something. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, uh, and for even like right now with, let me go back to the, to the gun laws with technology, is that the data around the gun laws is also skewed. You know, we're not looking at data holistically, but saying, okay, well, who, like, where are they getting the, the guns from? What type of guns are they? Um, what's the process to get those guns? What are the type of people? What their history is? You know, there's a, all the information is out there, but we're only looking at certain mm-hmm. types of information to get a certain message across. How do y'all feel about keeping, like, shooting ranges and, like, people who go to shooting ranges just because they want to, like, have fun and shoot a gun? How do y'all feel about that with your opinion on gun control? I was saying that I don't feel comfortable with them. Okay. Because there's no reason for me to believe that there's not a racist with a gun in his hand that could have any reason to shoot you. And most likely. <laughs> and I put myself in that position. Yeah, and most likely they won't go to jail, but you're dead. So. Uh, right. <laughs> so, all right. right. So, too bad. Right? Because I signed some waiver. The waiver. That said it's dangerous here. Yeah, yeah. duh. It is. But it's, but it's not dangerous for everybody. Right, it's dangerous for me. Um, I think oh, that they should be equal. So either we take them all away, or everybody gets one. Right, and, and one of the things I was saying earlier is I don't remember ever seeing gun uh, shooting ranges or like signs for ammo on the south side of Chicago. Even though we bring up the south side of Chicago whenever people start comparing mass shootings and, and gun violence gun violence right but the proliferation of those guns everybody knows is not because they're going to work and making money and buying these guns right the guns are coming up the drugs are coming up and there's a financial exchange where life is lost mm-hmm. you can make those changes if you wanted to stop allowing mass production of these untraceable weapons or keep them Mm-hmm. Right, but it's a business. That's why. I mean, but that's it, the part yeah, of the it's problem, a business. Right? It's still, an, it's an industry. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so, so two things. Uh, the first thing is when you mentioned gun violence, right? But that's the thing. There's so much different type of gun violence, right? Mm-hmm. So if I, if a guy goes into a store to to rob a convenience store, that's a completely type of gun violence than someone who's a mass shooting, killing 30 right. or 40 people, right? So Which when it's also different from domestic violence. Exactly. Yeah. It is right. So, but yeah, we're lumping it all together. It's like, oh, right. gun violence. Oh, we need mm-hmm. to take it all away. And I'm like, eh, no, I don't think that way because for the Second Amendment, that's your right to defend yourself against domestic and foreign invasion or, or any oppression, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, anything at all. Domestic and foreign. If somebody's come, you have the authority, you have the right to defend yourself by force. So if we take that away, then it's like, well, how do I right. defend and that would be the, myself? That would be us giving 
uh, rights away again. Right? Uh, exactly. Just like, just like we've given our, pri- our expectation Pri- of privacy. Away, yeah. I can see how once you give away your right to defend yourself. What can you? What, what, what are you going to do? Yeah. What is there to do? So then, to go back to your question about um, the uh, the firing ranges, is that so? Growing up from Miami, from Miami, grew up in Miami, we had fire ranges. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I left Miami, that's where I just stopped seeing fire ranges. Uh, I was like, oh okay. Because uh, it's Florida. Yeah, right. So like, oh okay. So you know, Boston, North Carolina, here. I'm like, uh, you know, even here, I haven't seen a, a fire yeah. range. There you gotta come find, there's is, a Reds in Pflugerville and a Reds off of 71 headed to Lake Travis. Right? There's one like 15 minutes from my house and I live in South Austin. Okay, see, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, they need to be there because like, where else are you going to go learn to shoot a gun? Because if we're, you know, talking about the way this is supposed to work is that you're born, you have the right to defend yourself, you should go train to know how to defend yourself so if anything happens, you're prepared, mm-hmm. right? But if you take away the only option that I have, regardless of what I look like, if this is the only option I have to actually learn how to fire a gun is through the firing range, then you're taking away my only ability to learn how to defend myself. That's how I feel about it. Like, I want them there, but to your point, I want to be safe while I'm there. I don't want to be worried about whether I'm going to die or not. So am I going to go to a gun range? No. I'll probably go to North Carolina, go to my father's law, go in the back of his yard and go shoot something, you know? I'll probably just do it differently uh, because of the society, because of the process, because of how I feel in in the environment. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I never thought of. Um, I never actually considered a gun range a place for education. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, right. That's where I learned how to shoot a gun was at a gun a shooting range, outdoor yeah. shooting range. The first yeah, yeah. time I shot a gun was at a shooting range. You know, yeah. so it's like okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I really appreciate this. Thanks. Yeah. Any, 